Hello, fancy people. Welcome back to Content Breaker. This week, we were going to talk about Shin Godzilla, but then I remembered something more important happened. So instead, how dare you? What? Hideki Ono take on Godzilla is important. <laughs> it is. You plebeian. No, I never said it wasn't so important. Dragon just, Ball superhero is somehow more important. It's more than recent. A classic. <laughs> Anyways, I agree. I like probably. I like Shin Godzilla. It's a good Didn't movie. Didn't Shin like, Godzilla come out last year? No, no, no that was Evangelion. But anyways, what are we? I mean, talking what's the, about what's the more difference? Importantly, uh, no, but more recently, we all got a chance to go see together as a human group Dragon you. Ball superhero which is the latest Dragon Ball film to come out of Japan. Thanks, Kira And I'm joined... Toriyama. Yes. I'm joined by Zog, yep. Kells, Static Dreads, and I am strangely entertaining. This is Content Breaker. So, yes, check, check all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ch I'm checking all the boxes. Just, just make it short. We are Thank males, out of the way. yes. Um, we live in houses, slash apartments, slash bedrooms. Um... Slash floodlands. Slash, yeah, floodlands. We drive vehicles. Uh, for those watching on the video side, you may notice that uh, my setup is completely different than uh, last time. That's because that wall likes to flood. So now I'm on this wall. Wow. It and sounds so superior. Does it, though? No. Those of you who are no also avid watchers of the podcast, <laughs> I realize I've worn this shirt a lot in the past two months. It is clean. It's, it's your serendipity, shirt. not <laughs> yes. I just want to say that. I know I just randomly end up with a shirt on Mondays, and I don't know why. Speaking of random, speaking of laundry day, let's talk about Dragon Ball Super superhero. That's nothing How does that to do relate laundry? to laundry day? <laughs> because oh, because Boma got that basket. Oh, clothes beam. Yeah. Yes, clothes beam. I was going to go with Piccolo rolls in and just puts. Puts the training gear on Gohan at one point, but yeah, I made a Boma. booty reference, but okay, yeah. Thanksgiving came early for Dragon Ball Super because Boma had the yams. <laughs> it was, well, we'll we'll get to that. Just definitely, I'm retitling this yams the anime. All right, you can sure. Okay. I'm not gonna stop you. Yes. Um, but yeah. So, what is Dragon Ball Superhero? Dragon uh, Ball Super Superhero. Oh, I'm so, oh that's no, I don't like that. I just like superhero better. Take it all with like Japan, that. man. Man, that's lame. I just thought it was Dragon Ball Superhero. I was like, yeah, that's actually no, kind of cool. Dragon Ball Super Superhero. It's like who says super? It's like it's literally Japan. I mean, it's, it's Dragon Ball. It's like Dragon Ball Z Superhero. Dragon Ball Kai Superhero is Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. But it's not like superhero. Super Super. Anyways, not with that uh, attitude. It's the title of the show, and then a little <laughs> no, thing for I the get movie. That. I, what the? F I, I how did you watch Fate Day Night the Fate Route? Y'all made me. Uh, I'm no, saying was... that's the title of it, and you didn't say anything about that. No, it's not. That's no, not the title not. of it. That's, that's what's the title of it. <laughs> Anyways, other than the title being fun to say in English, what's it about? Uh, it's the 21st Dragon Ball movie, I guess, ever. So I didn't know there's 21 of those. So that's interesting. Um, summary. Okay. The Red Ribbon Army is back. <laughs> Again. Again. They have new androids. 
Again. And apparently Dr. Giro has a grandson. Again. No, that's no. the first, oh, first grandson. First grandson. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, grandson. it's not the guy. It's not the guy who was Android 16 was modeled after. Apparently he had a second son or daughter or whoever. They never specified. They just said child. And <laughs> the family tree went, avoid this guy. These two random blobs. There's a grandkid. Uh, like they go out of their way to let you know, not, not the dad, not the dad at all. But it was, uh, it was uh, they recruit the grandson has a thing for superheroes, which is where title. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, but he gets recruited by the Red Ribbon Army uh, to make new androids because instead of genius doctors row, we have super genius Doctor Hedo. Wow! Yeah. Oh. Anyway, more super. Uh, so <laughs> Super. there's actually uh, in the theater we were in, they actually got sent a weird copy of it because the text at the bottom uh, when they transition after the after he gets recruited and everything is supposed to say six months later. So he had in six months, he made the androids and everything. Oh, so our theater fucked it up a little bit. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Sounds about uh, right. I was wondering, I was like, what what did it say originally? Cuz I remember it it's, being weird. It said it was in Japanese. It was okay. just Japanese text at the bottom. But it's supposed to, it's as far as I know it says 6 months later, but I don't read Japanese. I didn't know that. In fact, okay. the first time I saw this movie, I completely missed that there was text there. I didn't notice it either, so, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, 6 months later, um you get adorable little pan who which is holy shit to go from the tragedy that once was Dragon Ball GT mm-hmm. where we get the introduction to Pan as a character to now get her to be cute as fuck and putting in the work the entire I movie know. it's so that, great literally that was I think the highlight for me it was just seeing because hold on yeah well, static don't be listen say anything. Well, hang on. you made say any words maybe I had just, to fart just, uh, just to have like her character redeemed in this in this quality uh, during the film, like you know, like she wasn't annoying. You know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah. I was like, okay, I could, you know, I like this pan. This pan's great. She over here punching people. I mean, you know. I mean, I didn't mind Pan and GT. Uh, she did get grading at some points, but the fact that you had a female character actually out there fighting. And not just at home cooking, waiting for the kids to come back. 18. That was nice. 18. What about her? What did she do outside of Super before Super came along? She she was was there holding a kid the whole time in the Boo Saga. She never fought Boo. I mean, but before that, she did fight and she fought in the Tournament of Power and other things as well. Well, I mean, so did Chi Chi before Super. Yeah. yeah, I just said we can't relegate them to just being at home cooking. They did have viable roads, just not all the time. The trope is for Toriyama is literally, oh, female character has a character. Now nah, I put a baby in her. And it's like that for a damn reason. He did it with basically every one of them. Not once. He just forgot about her. OK, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's back on topic. Yeah, you start out with uh, Pan being trained by Piccolo. Piccolo being the dad again. Again. Although, to be fair, this time around, it's not because the dad's deadbeat. He's Meh. at home doing work, trying to provide for the family. Meh. But I mean, he's kind of lost in the he's, sauce. Uh, he's kind of lost in the work and not and not actually like being with his kid. 
Because he doesn't really he, have to provide for the family because Vidal's rich. So it's more so of like him just being kind of lost in the research and him I mean, falling on that studious side that he had when he was like, you know, after the cell saga, he fell into his studies more so than his training. And that's kind of what like the subplot yeah. is. Piccolo's like, yo, do you still have it in XYZ? Sort of. But there's a big difference between like just, oh, I could just, we could just use all the money that my uh, father-in-law has could just mooch off him or I can do the work, my, do some work for myself and try and give my family something. See, I didn't I see think, it like that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think ahead. it's, it's more of just, we don't get any kind of real in-depth conversation on yeah. that. It's more of just a commentary of, we know Goku's a shit dad. Yeah. And here is Gohan following in the same vein for one excuse or motivation or another it's just he's not doing all the dad shit that he could be doing. He's relying on Piccolo to continue to be there for like how he was for him. Yes. But Piccolo's much. like, all right, I'll go get your goddamn daughter from preschool. But when they come to steal her, are you going to be ready to save the world? We can't count on Goku. We've got to be vigilant. Which because where the fuck is Goku? Which thank. God, we don't have to deal with Goku and Vegeta being the stars of this movie. I've been waiting for the side characters to get some shit to do. Well, yeah, and you know, the fact that like Piccolo even addresses that whole like, I feel like this movie was very meta and aware of itself because it addressed a lot of things that happened throughout the Dragon Ball series, especially when Piccolo hit him with that, like, is this you know, research more important than picking up your daughter? He knows it's not, but like he wants to show that parallel to Gohan and Goku and the fact that we have like the iconic I never got my driver's license referring back to the driving filler. I thought that was yeah. cool as well. <laughs> but funny. um it really gives that like, you know, what we thought or like the fans are like, you know, cuz Piccolo is every DBZ fan. I feel like we all wanted Gohan to do more cuz it's like I find it weird this is the first time it's really addressed like, you know, besides Vegeta in an offshoot in Dragon Ball like Z in the Boo arc. And he was like, you could have been so much stronger. And then you just stopped. Like, and, you know, we well, got the whole Mystic Gohan thing. But well, yeah. and then that being brought up, like how was my dad really like, is it really true? My dad could be stronger than Goku. That was the first time that was said in the Dragon Ball series. I was like, yo, finally, you know, this is the elephant in the room has been addressed. So I thought that was kind of cool. Strange. No, I agree. No, I'm 100 percent. With you and just the the amount of fan service and fan service that was in this movie was I mean, we got we got Dr. Hedo and Magenta's crotch region while we're spinning around in the vehicle. We're meeting (laughs) all the demographics. You want fat dude crotch? We got you. It's cool that we got like both types of fan service again. Yeah, heavy diversification. Spoilers. Yeah. By the way, spoilers. Watch the movie if you have not. Spo- spoilers beyond this point. I guess we're gonna go yes. off the rails. So, um, so well, I love how we got like fan service in terms of like yeah, fan service, and we also <laughs> got fan service in terms of Gohan's hair being extremely long, like the middle Seriously, school art that we all did. Hair? 
That was dope. That was funny. No, like, that was Orange funny. Piccolo that was, was dope. Great. Vegeta winning was dope. All that type of fan service that we got, like, was just this was just like it seemed like a love letter. <laughs> Vegeta got to make the score twelve and one instead of twelve and zero. Yeah. So, it was like crying. Piccolo got a got a new form finally. That was great. I was yeah. like, about time he got something. I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was like there was a lot going into this movie. And I really felt like I, one thing I want to talk about is the amount of hate this movie had going into it because of the art style versus to what it actually was. Like, I remember seeing on YouTube and Twitter everywhere, everybody's like, oh, this movie looks like it's going to be ass. It's not going to be as good as Broly. That's what everybody said. And the fact that I feel like now a lot of people have a flip opinion where a lot of people think this is better than Broly in terms of plot and enjoyment so it's kind of wild to see like that huge like leap from one direction to another from like all these people like it's not that surprising to me honestly it's one any when it comes to the animation their first impressions always when you already have an image of how something's supposed to look your first impression when it's different is always going to be negative so the trailers and everything wasn't going to sell it too well but with the way they're doing this art style and everything, they get so cinematic with this shit. So it was only going to take like five seconds to sell anybody on it. No, it show was, exactly what it's actually capable of. It was definitely weird. But I, I was like, whoa. But then it was like, you know what? It works. I like it. I wouldn't say five seconds. <clears throat> right. But in yeah. the same way that all kind of modern 3D CG animation, you go into it. You're like, oh, God, 3D CG. You settle into some story. You come up to speed on the plot. And by the time they get to the first real action scene. And for me, it was when Gohan flipped his shit and was like, no, where's Pan? That was probably my favorite moment was like, he just he's like. You what? And he threw the band down. He just was like, the ground just starts caving. His house starts falling apart. (laughs) It's just like, yes, yes. And from that moment forward, 3D CG was not a fucking problem for the rest of the runtime. (laughs) Yes. They just kept ramping it up after that. That Those fucking uh, panning shots and everything as Piccolo and Gamma 2 were just flying through all those railways. Yeah, that was dope. That looks beautiful. See, see, I see a lot of people. I saw people having issues with that part, like the flying through the railing and stuff, and then the stuff at the end with Cell Max. Like a lot of people thought that was too abrasive, but just like the explosions and everything. Um, I personally didn't mind it because I like I got lost in like I don't want to say it a hype, but like at that point, like you could have had like anything happen. I would just been. A perfect example of that for me is like the last My Hero movie when Deku was punching the Reflecto dude. And I was just hyped to be there. So I had like that <laughs> vibe this time. I'm just like, I I guess there were some frame drops, but like you don't really watch Dragon Ball for like the analysis, critiques and everything. You watch Dragon Ball to see loud noise, strong, sweaty men. And, you see the noise. And yams. Um, so Why can which, I see his... <laughs> yeah, no. So it was like, <laughs> it was... was I felt like there was a lot of strong moments in it. And I felt like it, mm. like the rain scene with um, Gohan and Gamma 1, I believe it was, he was fighting at the time. Yes. That was probably my favorite choreography that happened. Um, of course, 
the special beam cannon moment was dope as well. I feel like favorite moments outside of like, you know, Sakuga fights if we're being like those people. <laughs> um, I feel like my favorite moment was kind of just seeing, you know, Piccolo getting that extra boost. Like when he was falling, that moment mm-hmm. was so cathartic for me as a longtime Piccolo stand and wanting <laughs> my boy to get more since like really honestly since the sand saga i don't i know he had that moment with cell in the cell saga and the android stuff but like i still wanted more and the fact that we got that and the fact that like shinron i, I don't care about say what you want cop out whatever bs plot i was just I happy mean, that it happened man yeah, no, no yeah it, uh, it's crazy that like one shinron's just like a chill dragon now that's cool with with fucking piccolo and two that like the super power up from the like ascended kami form Mm -hmm. just comes at the bottom of a pit he gets a new insignia he turns orange and shit no i I agree i I, I love how the texture on his arm changes too instead of being all that like plant viney veiny kind of thing it gets smoother than his actual like torso Almost like it's marble. It's fucking great. Looks awesome. It was the only thing I wasn't crazy about that was they just call. Oh, yeah, it's orange, orange piccolo. So it's just like, OK, Have we seen <laughs> I the mean, new like, I guess. Thing? No, I know it's gold oh, Frieza, like, but no, I mean, the new I, one. No, I'm not at all. Caught <laughs> look, up up what with, they call, look up what they call that. <laughs> Maybe maybe when it gets animated, if it gets animated. SSJ4 Frieza. Dude, let's go. Like six years. Um, but and then also the tree of life insignia that happened too, which I don't know if y'all caught that. Like when he no, transformed, it was like the tree of life and it was like everything bursting out of it. Like that orange energy. I thought that was like it was a circle, it wasn't so much a tree. It was a tree. It was a tree. It's confirmed that that yeah, was, was a tree of life. No, because it did the circle and then it had like little sprouty things come up and it was a tree. Yes. I saw it. Which it would it would sure. be cool if it maybe tied yeah. into like some kind of spirit energy stuff maybe you know what i really want a new piccolo arc where he's like fighting with his inner demons again with his new power it's like king piccolo's back <laughs> and then he teaches pan how to like be a villain that'd be dope oh, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah time to write some more fanfic from fifth grade <laughs> Hey, we gotta get something. Our dreams have come true. So instead of orange piccolo, it's orange pan. Here she comes. I hope not. <laughs> this gives this does give me hope for like pan <laughs> finally reaching Super Saiyan and us saying like, granted we saw that with Super with Kefla and Kale and Khalifa. Um, so like we've already seen the female Super Saiyan, but I want like what happened to your mic? You died. Oh, well, like a legit. Full yeah. family, you're here. You're back. Uh, full yeah. family, kind of super of, saiyan of the clan, yeah. super saiyan. Yes, like a full, like you know, like even one though, quarter. Yeah, like I want to see this is the family, like type stuff. Like, but I don't know if Pan can go super saiyan because of her being like a quarter saiyan. I wonder how that works. I mean, we saw in that a thing. No, we haven't seen anything We've below was- a half saiyan. Goku Jr. one eight yeah. Saiyan could oh, go yeah. Super yeah. Saiyan. That whole but, like, series. That was, that was GT, though. <laughs> oh, but between... we, don't know, we don't know if it's Redcon yet. It could be canon. Pan's uh, back. What the fuck? Do you... We're one, as <laughs> uh, far as the timeline goes, we're one year away from the end of Z. 
So, <laughs> I mean, they could just go that same route and give us all and still make all a GT canon. I mean, the creator said, I, uh, what, we, I guess we don't know, true. We don't know, but <laughs> man, I pray not. I mean, there's something. I mean, I guess this could be the setup of Belma's cosmetic wishes could create the dark dragons. So we would have the dragon of yams, the dragon of wrinkles, <laughs> the dragon of eyelashes. Um, so that would be interesting. Dragon of, of oh, height. Magical girl ass. <laughs> dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I make hey, I don't actually hate that idea. What if it's just like a bunch of magical dragon girls? There you go. I mean, we did this, but you have to buy it in a certain section and I wouldn't show it in public. <laughs> That's what shut down FYE. <laughs> no, the hurricane. <laughs> yes. The hurricane. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they shut down globally afterwards, so they were just ahead. Oh, the business folded, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. I, I hate that I never bought that Sailor Moon Goku team up. Felt like that would have been fire. Um, Goodness. Goodness. Um, I'm sure it's streaming. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so we have Piccolo. Piccolo is a, like a main focus of this entire film, and it's very this exciting. Is, it's This is Piccolo's movie. It's very fresh and it's such an engaging and fun story of him going on a mission and like infiltrating the Red Ribbon Army and going out and being like, Bulma, do you have the Dragon Balls? And then she's just like, yeah, that's what I fucking do now. (laughs) Um, And, you know, Piccolo's mission to power up and inspire Gohan to get off his ass and fucking train. Do which he was like, uh, I'm going to help them kidnap Pan. Questionable choices aside. <laughs> I honestly thought that I, that was going to be like, Piccolo, you joined up, but that never came back up. It was just a thing yeah. that happened. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm actually okay with this. Yeah, no one funny. questions Piccolo because he literally takes care of everybody. <laughs> I mean, much. I have full... I have full faith that Pan and Piccolo could put the wax to the entire Red Ribbon Army. It wasn't oh. a question. It was just, how do we get Gohan to get off his ass? Yeah, and I, I Which, love the fact... To be fair, good motivation. <laughs> and I love the fact... I love, like, the little things where... Um, just, like, the detail of Piccolo. Like, how he holds the phone. Like, how he just, <laughs> he like... like... L from freaking Death Note. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Hello. it's the fact when Piccolo calls somebody, it's like, oh crap, it's Piccolo. This has to be important. So like, <laughs> and just Piccolo never calls. And the uh, the cat like plushy little cat thing. penguin thing. He's got a phone case, and he has like a bunch of them piled up. <laughs> He's like, I don't fucking like these things. <laughs> no, the biggest shock to me out of this entire movie, Piccolo has a house. He yeah, has his own house. house. As he should. I was like, dope. And it didn't get like, blown what? up, so I was like, respect. So. Also, I loved how the use of Piccolo's, like, abilities from out the past show back up. This is the first time we've seen telepathy in a while. We saw the clothes beam. We saw gigantic stretchy arms. Yes, yeah, stretchy <laughs> arms. Like, it was like a whole trait. It's That's like they remembered <laughs> everything. So That's I, why I, I fan service was a big part yeah, of this. I freaking film. love that half of these things are just like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Now let me do it. <laughs> I forgot yeah. I could do that. Oh yeah. yeah. And, 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 <laughs> I feel like the writers were poking fun at Toriyama for all the shit he forgets. <laughs> I just love that Krillin's like, hey, remember when you did this like four series ago? 
He's like, oh shit. Oh yeah. yeah I can do that. <laughs> you gotta love the Earth's oh, yeah. Mightiest Warriors plus Krillin. So that Bo Bomo was on it on this one, bruh. Like, Trunks, did you tell him about my <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was Gotenks talking, or, or that was Goten. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was, um, yeah. But like, like you said, Strange, there was so much fan service, and one of the fan service things that I like didn't like, like, but also was like, okay, was the bait of getting Gotenks. Like, we got Gotenks. We got adult slash older Gotenks. I don't know what we you want to call we it. Got teenager. We got yeah, teenage. Yeah, we got Gotenks. Gotenks being the most useful he's ever been. Rude. Prove no, me wrong. Kind of Prove well, me wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Gotenks was useful in the Boo saga for a little alone getting them it, out it. of the hyperbolic right. time chamber. You're right. Majin Buu made great use of Gotenks when he was kicking Gohan's ass. I mean, also the fact that Only like he got him out of the hyperbolic time chamber. We got to talk about changed? that. No, how would it have changed? He he was a cool character. I really loved Gotenks like progression and him going Super Saiyan three. Like fuck Super Saiyan. I know he's just like oh we're Super Saiyan three now. How'd that happen? It's like what? And it was a cool concept. I don't know. I I appreciate what they did with with him in this show. Kind of lore wise, they came together. It's the first time they fused in a while. They fucked it up like they used to because they're mm-hmm. out of practice. Mm-hmm. Just like. Gohan's out of practice because he's writing about fucking ants that can go Super Saiyan. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was it's funny. Like it's like, look, these ants. ants. It's like, oh, dear God. <laughs> and you wonder like, why Piccolo's fucking mad. I loved it. I loved it. I, I loved it. Oh, the other funny thing. The, the comedy was was um, like, it was, timing. it was, huh? Yeah, no, it had timing. great timing. Yeah, uh, it, like uh, go, uh, Piccolo asks, like, or Gohan's like, I can't see anything. And Piccolo's like, wait, does your eyesight improve when you go Super Saiyan? Why don't you just, <laughs> Super Saiyan just Super Saiyan? fix your eyesight? <laughs> yeah. People <laughs> always forget Dragon Ball is an action comedy. It's always been a comedy. But I'm really happy this movie brings more attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> it brings us like back. <laughs> Why are you trying to? It's about as many episodes of this. Right? He no, just... I'm not editing that. I'm sorry, I could not. No, <laughs> just make so. But yeah, I. Who knows what Craig's gonna do? Craig's gonna freak the fuck out. Yeah, Anyways, welcome back. <laughs> um, the comedy is great, very fun. Um, let's talk about our boy. Which one? Go Which on. one? Okay. Oh, yeah. Go on. Go on. <laughs> the, only, the only one that fucking matters. We got Piccolo, we got Gohan, and Pan's finally like a character now. Okay. So, Gamma our boy Gohan, our boy Gamma only, anyways, we'll get to <laughs> we'll it. Get there. All right. Gohan gets off his ass because the buff Red Ribbon Army dude's like, Gohan, we've come to, we've kidnapped your kid. And then Gohan snaps. Mm hmm. Then breaks him and his house and his yard <laughs> and then goes off to yeah. put the work to the Red Ribbon Army. And um, I know uh, Piccolo saves this guy at the end, but I just find it freaking amazing that the moment he's just like, oh, pants in trouble. Oh, there she is. You guys can die. And he just yeah, breaks the, <laughs> the freaking ship and lands himself. Just flying there. And then, oh, I see my daughter. Fuck this plane. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Just totally yeah. doesn't even know what's Piccolo. Totally willing to let both those guys die. And I like how they did the Mystic aura too with Gohan. Like Mystic mm-hmm. Gohan was looking better than ever because we didn't really get to like see that aura back in Dragon Ball Z. So like kind of seeing it now and like how he has like that like clear energy and then just like the different forms. Like yeah, where he goes Super Saiyan and then he like goes Ultra Instinct or some shit. <laughs> Which he doesn't have any of his golden hair. He's just like even more badass regular Gohan. The bang, mm-hmm. the bang cool. just goes down. It just yeah, the, in front the of bang's his face. so long it just starts dangling. And then the and big super awesome transformation at the end of the movie. Ooh, fuck yeah, the final Gohan is like an absolute banger. And fucking hate that name, but yes. I mean, I, I imagine we're going to get more Gohan, even though it's Final Gohan. Like, we had Final Form Frieza. We had Perfect Cell. Then we had Super Perfect Cell. Yeah, I just hate that so, name. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. It's like... Like, what are these Gundam grades? Like... Yes. <laughs> hey, man, I'm excited if we get all... What is it? Ultra Perfect or something? Or the highest well, grade? I'm whatever. still waiting for Ultra S Gohan, where he's actually evil or Fuck something. You. And God like damn. shoots moonbeams or whatever. I don't know. I'm <laughs> excited for when he gets really furry and gets like the vest and like the cowlick. Oh, Super Saiyan 4. No. What about well, the I pants? Mean, yes. Like he gets which, pants. <laughs> speaking of seeing Brawly in this movie, yes. I was like, wait, when did Brawly just suddenly go Super Saiyan 4? But it's like his long sleeve bodysuit. Yeah. That's what I'm All saying. Right. Broly is gonna be Super Saiyan for it. Like that's what I feel like has to I mean, happen. I feel like yeah. They uh the fucking um I know they gave it Toriyama gave it a name, but they never said it in the movie or the show or whatever. Um his little not a Super Saiyan, but Oz and not Ozaru, but Ozaru thing from his movie. Yeah. yeah. That's supposed to be like Super Saiyan 4 kind of thing. It's the it's that big it's supposed to be the Ozaru power, and once you add Super Saiyan on top of that, that's Super Saiyan 4. Which we didn't even discuss. That's like a whole subplot of the movie. It's just we do this cutaway. It's almost a cutaway gag of them training on Beerus' planet, and we learned that Beerus has a type of lady, which, yes. you know, that was all, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> which and it goes back. just there. And, uh, which, yeah. It goes back to what they said in Super of, you know, Vegeta saying the Saiyans are attracted to strong women. Like, it's in their DNA. So, that's what we have with... So, I wonder... That's why That's why Beerus is probably going to be attracted to all the women of, like, the Saiyans. Because Beerus' type is literally the same type as a Saiyan woman. So, and when Weiss... When Weiss <laughs> made that joke was like, I'm surprised no one ever noticed he had a type before with AKA Boma. So... That was interesting because I was like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. Uh, I didn't think that was the direction they were taking yeah, that. I didn't but think that, that is at a, all. That was a. And honestly, the only like comparison <laughs> I can make to Chilai and Bulma is that they both have short hair. What do you mean? I, can't, I can't think of anything I, I else they the have argument. in common. I can see the argument for what Static is talking about. Well, like, I mean, like, for it. It. that's a very articulate consideration. Yeah, yeah. that's how I've that's how I looked at it because. Like, you know, Saiyans attract strong women. And then, okay, this ship is obviously here for Broly. So that's Beerus being seeing one. Like, oh, okay. And yeah, that's what I feel like when we said, why do you think he hasn't blown up Earth yet? Because Bowman. That's at least how 
I saw it because Boma does get away with well, a lot more than anybody else when it comes to beers. Yeah, but she also feeds him every all the time. I mean, hey, he's blowing up planets he's, for still like, or less. You know, yeah, yeah, like, it works know, though. For the food <laughs> tasting bad, yes, constantly. The, I mean, there was whole, that planet he blew up half of it because the food still tasted the, good. The food was mediocre. The whole point of this side plot is just to explain why why the fuck Goku and Vegeta aren't around, and it's up to Gohan and Bigelow to save the world this time. Which yeah. I don't hate it though. Like I was actually surprised oh, yeah. about seeing Broly. I never thought we'd see him again. Honestly, I I, I feel like we not. were because when they showed up at the end, yeah. I was like, okay, you know, we got this. We're here. We're outside. So they made it clear that uh, Broly was like basically the Jiren of this universe. So the ultra super strong, possibly strongest thing in the universe. Uh, why why the hell wouldn't Goku be constantly hitting him up, being like, hey? Make me stronger, make me stronger, make me stronger. Yeah, but he's also like, hey. but don't go too strong, though. Hold on. He's like, don't blow up everything, because you do that a lot. <laughs> go strong, that. don't go crazy. Don't, <laughs> just strong, just don't go crazy, but go no, strong. <laughs> I love that, I love that. I also love the fact that we see Vegeta training in a different light, you know? Vegeta's out mm. here mentally training, he's taken from what he's learned. And it's like, that's the difference between Vegeta and Goku. Like, you know... Vegeta's a lot more of an intellectual fighter and thinker than Goku is, who's just like, you know, there's two sides of the same coin, basically. So in seeing how, you know, he's doing his mental training and whatnot, and then the joke of, like, we spend, like, oh, I'm surprised it took you this long to figure it out. And Vegeta's kind of just like, ugh. So that was cool. Always, always Goku, love. Goku's always been more of the, I do this for fun. He's smart. And the fact that he's creative and will do things out of the box. He's unpredictable in a fight. But that's the further as it goes. He does not analyze anything. And he, uh, the only way he improves is basically through instinct. He never thinks about what else he can do. Anything different. Yeah. So, um, I really enjoy seeing that. And one thing that was kind of crazy that I want to talk about and just shed some light on like you said it earlier, Strange, that this is the 21st Dragon Ball movie. And Dragon Ball has been around my whole life, um, like before any of us were born. And like the longevity of Dragon Ball while still being interesting and entertaining, that's something I feel like we got to applaud and like talk about. Like when you have like, it's like, it's not like it's, it doesn't do the whole Evangelion, we're going to mine, you know, words that I probably shouldn't say you <laughs> to make you feel like this is like so much in like it's conceptual and everything but it's like this is just I won't hit you and my hair gonna change colors and this has been the formula for 40 years <laughs> or it's not 40 probably like 30 but like it's still so oh my god it has been 40 but it's like still so <laughs> interesting and like the longevity of just this is kind of crazy Cause like I don't know if y'all have seen the numbers. Like this has done huge numbers all over in Mexico. They were going crazy for this. Like in France, they were losing their mind. Like everywhere, the it, lowest uh, box opening weekend for this was in Japan. Like everywhere else in the world has like eclipsed it because yeah. Uh, opening weekend for it here, it ranked number one. Yeah, and it did like seventy-seven million. I think. It did. I know it did like 20 million over the weekend. It said that's what they said on like uh, the official ranking, but it's still like 
the highest opening anime in like recent times. So it outdid the Pokemon movie, which was number one, which had the biggest box office opening of any animated film. It outdid that. It blew that yeah. out of the water. So Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I think even when they did the whole ingest it for inflation type thing, it still won. So um that was crazy to see that like is this big and this popular still when you're competing with things like Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer and all these other like movies that are becoming more popularized, seeing like it's, this goat well, still I, doing what it's doing is like absolutely well amazing. A big part of that is, and what I think is a big part of it, it changes up its formula actually. Like it hasn't been doing the same thing for forty years. It started out as just the tournament thing, and uh, let's just run high adventure, running around gathering the Dragon Balls before becoming more um, tournament based and whatnot. But the transition to Z, Goku's a fucking alien. You just opened everything up into the freaking universe and traveling it through space and whatnot just to bring it back down to Earth and be like, hey, guess what? That shit can come. That big threat can come right next door. It can come straight from home from home because you caused it with the androids and whatnot. It always finds some element to change up a little bit. Battle of Gods introduced divinity. And you can't exactly fight against a force of nature like that because it needs to exist. <laughs> Beer, something like Beerus has to exist because it balances out the universe. You have to destroy things before you can create more. So, and in this movie kind of shows like, hey, remember the side characters that were cool once but no longer are relevant? We're going to make them relevant again. So Except every- for Yamcha. And Yamcha is yeah, technically a character, so yeah, I guess. Yes, but except, uh, except for Yamcha, <laughs> never coming back. Forgot about him, probably for good reason. Just like, uh, just like Dre. Yeah. So it does change things up every now and again. About yeah. every, about long enough for everything to go stale and then try something new. Yeah, just long enough to lose everybody's interest, and then we'll pivot. Um. Now I do want to speak on this. This film is doing well. This is no light year. This movie is is successful, right? But it's by no means anywhere close to the Mugen Train movie. Like, not even in the same conversation of numbers we're dealing with here. Well, I mean, for opening weekend in the U.S., it had the highest. Like, for... It's not going to probably outgross uh, Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen. Probably... Film Red will come by and knock that off as well. But, like, in terms of, like, opening weekend, it is the highest grossing one. Like, for an anime movie. Like... Sure. So, it's... And, of course, we saw this, uh, you know, in anecdotal evidence um, when we all went to see uh, the Broly movie. Yeah, the Broly movie is crazy. Uh, Like, we we have never been in in a premiere like that. Where it's booked of just fucking nerds like the rest of us. <laughs> and they're checking tickets to make sure nobody's coming in and doesn't have a seat. You know, like... It's the only that, time that I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one, you know, because we get paid the good money. Um, it was still booked in IMAX. Yeah. But like... But this one was an IMAX. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not to, not to take away from yeah. its success, right? Yeah. No. I, I mean, and that's the a fact, huge thing. I feel like the fact that we had it here 
when Demon Slayer came out, we had to drive like, you know, a few towns over just to go watch it. So the accessibility of Dragon Ball has always been, you know, like speaks for itself. Like I I truly believe that like the Jujutsu Kaisens and the Demon Slayers and whatever else comes along in the future are gonna eclipse what these did like record wise. But like in terms of like like let's use Bleach for example. We know everybody's gonna be watching Chainsaw Man, but like we know Bleach is gonna have that like certain like air to it that nothing else in the fall is going to have just because it comes from that era, has that nostalgic, and it just has, like, that, you know, that rooted in its, like, it's a lot of us. It was our first anime. So, like, even though, you know, these new shows may be popping, they're never going to be the bleaches. They're never going to be the One Pieces, the Dragon Balls, the Sailor Moons. So I take a lot of solace in knowing that, like, at least, you know, these places or these animes have something that like cannot be easily replaced no matter how good the quality of this new stuff is i wasn't in my room you know at night yelling hitoki kamiger kagura slash slash nezuko (laughs) in in a more positive lens i appreciate that we have the success of new content along with the continued growth an interest in the old guard. Yeah. Right. Because we have both Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which was a fun, fun movie in a, in a really fantastic world. Mm-hmm. But then we also have this. It's a fucking superhero movie with Piccolo and Gohan, two side characters at this point, just putting the work and doing everything we ever wanted them to do. Yes. <laughs> and Finally. it's just like wow. equally around. Yeah. While paying homage to shit that's already freaking happened. <laughs> yes. Like the entire climax of the film where mm. it's like uh, Piccolo getting beat up and he, he's like, go on. You need to put everything in one final blast and I will tell you when to do it. Don't do it early. Don't listen to these hoes when I when they tell you you need to pull the trigger. No, I will fucking tell you. <laughs> Not only that, just that freaking uh, breaking point right behind him. That's the Super Saiyan 2 thing all over again. It was it worked yes. perfectly all over again. It was a great again. homage. Oh, it's so was, great. Not only do we have the Super Saiyan 2 homage, we've got the whole thing with uh, Piccolo, Raditz, and Goku mm-hmm. in that arc. Mm-hmm. Where, where you know, Goku's like, just take the shot. And you're just assuming that this is going to be the same thing. Gohan's going to blow Piccolo away to save the day. But it doesn't happen like that. And instead of hitting him with a Kamehameha or something, he hits him with a special beam cannon. Yes, Gohan made the right choice. That was dope. That was dope. When he, now, took, when he now, took that pose, I'm, I said, oh. yeah, now, <laughs> all I need is the next movie to have a father-son special beam cannon. Yes. That's all I wanted in this one. That's same. Like, yes. That's I, I went into it. I was like, I hope I get that father son special beam, you know, and then, um, <laughs> well, now that it's established, Gohan knows how to and can do it. Give it to me. Yes. Now we just need a special beam. Kamehameha. There you go. That's the next step. Awesome. Unfriend me. Also, <laughs> okay. also I don't want to just jump out again. How do I boot people? Uh, also, want to shout out to um, Gamma too, like the unsung hero. Like, I mean, the hero, not an unsung, but he was like that Gamma, was straight fire. Yeah, like, Gamma two him, is the reason this is called superhero. Yes, mm-hmm. so that was a whole dope moment. Like that coming from 
Because another subplot of this is that um, Dr. Haddam, what was his name? Hedo. Dr. Hedo, yeah, was a real fan of superheroes. He says early in the movie, I don't like villains. I like superheroes because they're cool. So his new androids, Gamma 1 and 2, are modeled after superheroes. And they have this thing in them that detects, like, the good in people and whatnot. And as Gamma 1 is fighting, like, Gohan and the other Earth's Mightiest Warriors plus Krillin, we see that... <laughs> You know, they're like starting to have these moments and doubts because they're like, yo, this is not, you know, I don't sense any evil in these characters. So that's like a huge thing. But their whole thing is they want to be heroes. And towards the end of this fight, it's like, hey, Cell Max, still hate that name. Cell Max has this weakness on his forehead. And if we get that, you know, he can, he can die. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do the final dive. And, there's this whole climactic scene where he flies up to the stratosphere, which is just such a like hype moment for me. And I didn't want him to die. And I I know that androids. I'm, go ahead. I'm so glad that he did though. Yes, I'm glad and that like, he did. Died, too. died. But <laughs> yes. continue. I'm glad it wasn't any BS. Um, and like I felt like that was sort of a parallel to Android 16, even though Android 16 didn't like have like a fight like that. But that was like. You know, an android dying in this fight, it just felt like it was homage. But Gamma 2 just coming down with that, like, energy wave and, like, all that. And just, it, and him, and Gamma 1's like, I'll help you. And it's like, no, you got to go save the professor, bro. He's still alive. And we see earlier when he was like, you didn't check the vital signs, which is what Gamma 2 didn't do to Piccolo when they were fighting. And just that, like, callback to the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And just how Piccolo was like, yo, like, he was a hero. Like, you may have not. Like, that was just a whole, man, that kind of choked me up a little bit. I was like, no, yo, it shout was, out to Gamma uh, 2. I was like, he's going to make it. And then he just was like, Poof. and I'm like, oh, he turned to dust. Yeah, the fact so that he good. disintegrated. <laughs> oh, he, again. he didn't feel so good. I, I love that because that meant that the sacrifice had like value it It wasn't just like surprise everyone's alive again we'll bring it back with the fucking dragon balls no like he's dead yeah and the fact that he turned into energy i like that like he wasn't just like a hunk of metal you know like that he actually turned into energy i felt like that was very poetic i like to think he went to dragon ball valhalla if that shall exist um Um, but no i really sure it does i really like the gammas and their designs were really dope straight to hiffle he couldn't go to Hiffle. Only Piccolo's only hero that goes to Hiffle. No, that was just straight up hell. Oh. But, yeah. But, yes, Zero Two as, as like the new android getting to be a yes. fucking Dragon Ball super superhero. So, and like, <laughs> so before this movie, my favorite Piccolo moment ironically came from GT when he sacrificed himself to send Goku up to the spaceship in the end of GT. And he's like talking to Gohan and he's like, I'm going to die now, but I just want to let you know how proud I am for you and everything and all that. And he like blows up with the planet Earth. That was like my favorite Piccolo moment before this. So I'm super glad this movie gave me moments to replace GT. So now I can say, yeah, I don't need GT for anything except Super Saiyan 4. So I guess I still need GT. But nothing. Else. I mean, I feel like we're just we're just ever you know inching ever forward to GT slowly being incorporated into the canon. I mean, it's gonna be interesting because if it happens now, it'll be like it'll be interesting because we'll get you know Broly will have to be a part of that. Frieza will have to be a part of that because he's still around. Um, we'll get to see 
like you know a stronger pan goku probably won't be a kid hopefully please was god so no that was so, weird man that's why <laughs> like that whole like weird episode where they pulled his tail out of his butt was just <sighs> but we had to get gt to get some money to do something i don't know Maybe that's how we got the option to put on DVD. I don't know. I <laughs> I don't. Who knows what it was for? So we could oh. appreciate Super. I don't know. Because no matter how bad Super gets, at least it's not GT. <sighs> that's the Even without take. watching Super, I fully enjoyed this movie. You didn't really need much. I mean, there are a couple things here and there that you maybe need to know, but knowing you guys, uh, not I know. Not really. Yeah, yeah, not but, really. We get some mention about Beerus. Yeah. Beerus is new to Super, but like even that, we only mention Jiren once, and everything revolves around old characters yeah. and new movie characters. If you watch Battle of Gods and Dragmall Super Broly, you got all the stuff that's going on on Beerus's planet with Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. Everything else. You know, yeah. you if you've watched Z, you know it. You don't need anything else. <laughs> This is actually a good jumping on point for a lot of people. I need to know, though, how long has Belma been getting these implants? <laughs> like, because she's been you looking young for a while. Dragon alterations? Yes. Because that could have been like, this is started in Z. Did this start just in Super? Like, we need the answers. When Bulma's Bulma been six, looking young forever. Bulma was 16 when she met Goku and started gathering the Dragon Balls for the first time. It's been about 40 years since then. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet at least 20 of those years has been doing this. And that's okay. With it, with increasing, like, wishes. Well, her and husband doesn't age, so I guess this is how she has to keep up. I don't think it's because of that. I think it's just because that's what Bulma's like. Because fucking Vegeta's not around, you know? Like, yeah, she ain't exactly doing it for him. I mean, she's still popping out babies, so maybe she is. She's had two. Is she? Yeah, she just had she's like, fi- she's like 50 and she's had like two. Well, yeah, she's just recently popped out another baby, though, like less than a year ago, even though Bra was nowhere to be found in this movie. I don't know, my guy. I'm just saying. <sighs> We're lucky we even got three-year-old fucking Pam. <laughs> That's weird. Like, also, um, We're shout lucky out that to Goten the- and Gotenks got new designs. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. They also, shout out to the Saiyan lore that we got in this movie that Which from is Gohan that sends everyone knows it Toriyama <laughs> that sends you know randomly have a growth spurt and just grow up. They're short for a while and they just get really tall. So yeah, thank no. you Gohan and that's BS a bullshit Friday. excuse and everybody knows it. God damn it, Toriyama! I felt funny. like the way they did it that was like. You know, that was okay. Like, because it didn't feel like it was taking itself too seriously when it said that. Oh, yeah. It was completely meant as a joke against Toriyama and everything, too. But I mean, it all these always happen in a time skip. You know, Goku and Dragon Ball didn't just go from being like Goku chasing the Dragon Balls. to like fighting King Piccolo with his head, you know. But you did see uh, slight changes through that, too. Hell, he strikes... uh, he goes through two tournaments for that, and he strikes the same pose, and you can vehemently see the difference between the those two poses uh, when you put them back to back. For one example, he has a neck in the second one. <laughs> Maybe Toriyama but, learned how to draw necks. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> hell, even with Gohan, 
Do you see him growing yes. up through the sand Namek and uh, cell sagas and everything? He changes a hell of a lot. <laughs> and not just his hair. So the fact that Goten and Trunks were just like that for so long and never got a change until now. Yeah, no. Put put the lore explanation in there all you want. It's still bullshit. I mean, do you think it's just the fact that they haven't been on screen? Or is it like literally just a lore bullshit? I think it's literally just lore bullshit because they have been on screen every now and again. I don't know. I don't watch Super, my guy. <laughs> I only watch Dragon Ball Super Super here a mother. <laughs> Um, but that's right. I'll never get over it. Such a weird name. Say it in Japanese. It's cooler. <laughs> Probably yes. Dragon just, we'll just keep telling us the super superhero. Seriously, how do I boo people? <laughs> oh, you believe really hard enough, and I don't know. I feel like there's an Oprah special about that, or a year on to fix my life. Final thoughts on not Shin Godzilla. We really <laughs> pivoted on just for this movie. It was fine, but like. I was excited. Uh, so was too. Kind of but, final oh, thoughts on Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I enjoyed nice it. Movie. I felt... Go ahead. <laughs> nice movie. Very good. Honestly, one of my favorite Dragon Ball movies. Full stop there. Uh, I think there's only like one or two I would put above it. Uh, maybe. Expect Shin Godzilla sometime in the future, though. Indeed. Static. Right, what you got? I enjoyed it. I felt like it was very. I felt like it was needed. I feel like there's some things you got to give your fan base to reward them, and I feel like the Gohan and the Piccolo transformations were like kind of rewards to the Dragon Ball community for just staying loyal and faithful for so long. So I appreciate it, and I accept. I enjoyed this movie. Kills. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I'm glad that you didn't have to know anything about Dragon Ball Super or superheroes. Uh, going into the film to really have a good time. If you have been watching Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball, because they do have a number of callbacks to the OG series, um, you're going to appreciate and enjoy this film as a kind of standalone experience that just kind of gives you an adventure. Um, great action, great drama, great payoffs for everything we've been through. Um Definitely, if, if you're into Dragon Ball, this is a movie to go find, whether that be in theaters, which is a great experience, or uh, when it comes direct to DVD. No, when it comes to streaming, um, go check it out. It's worth it's worth the time. Thanks. I Cat? Yep, Cat. Cat, what's Maybe, the cat opinion? What do you Mom? think? Mom. Great. Sniff, sniff. We'll catch y'all next week on content. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. stretch, what do you got? No, I thought it was very nice. Uh, I pretty much reciprocate the thoughts that all you said um i really liked the big uh cinematic moments like when gohan gets mad at the at the guy and then when cell max is dumb as the name of that is like i was like oh they're gonna retread cell i wonder how this is gonna do but it actually turned out really surprising i was i was actually like you know what i actually like him as a villain it's kind of cool he comes out and he screams and then he like destroys everything in like a two mile radius or whatever that was <laughs> that was cool i'm mad that we could just replace cell max with any giant monster i like bio brawly give me bio no, was actually, anyway i actually no. wanted to ask, i actually <laughs> no. wanted to ask you guys who else got harutagon vibes off of this i did yeah i was waiting for the fist i was like are we getting dragon fist up in this hell 
Then didn't happen. No, no. See, Goku's still in his copy everybody else's moves staying until he develops his own move. It's not going to happen. And the only thing for me there being that Cell was this perfect being, and that was his whole vibe. He was (laughs) smart, he was cunning, and he was powerful. And then we just make him big as fuck and laser beams. I'm firing my light. Anyway, um, perfection can only be captured once. It's true. I wanted yeah. a new Android, honestly. I felt like we got we two, got two of them. I mean, okay, okay. I wanted a new <laughs> villain Android. I'll say that. Like, do you want a trucker? Like, bring me, no. bring me like a cobbled together Doctor Jero's head on like whatever kind of robot car we can find. <laughs> no, Doctor Jero's head on top of Cellmax's body. There you go. <laughs> bring me Doctor Jero's wife. <laughs> we'll just play fighters. That was hard. <sighs> yeah, twenty one is his wife. Hmm. Imagine how huh. that went down. Lucky. How? <laughs> he had money. <laughs> okay, that, that, that one was a bit, might be a bit too real. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for bed. I feel you. All right, this has been Content Breaker with Dragon Ball Super Superheroes. <laughs> Uh, worth your time. Go check it out. Uh, like the rest of our junk, you can catch all our stuff on all your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast, YouTube for the video, um, at Content Breaker or Twitter, Instagram, that as well, Content Breaker. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too. Yep, you can find me at Static Dreads on Twitter, uh, Gamma 2 Favor. Gamma 2 is great. You can find me, Strangely Entertaining, on Twitch, YouTube, Strangely enter on twitter and then i stream 9 p.m tuesday central time tuesdays wow yeah and of course check out the other product your typical stunner protagonist for more weeaboo shit just like this that's your typical shonen protagonist or ytsp on all your podcasters we have a schedule that we're gonna stick to this week Mm. swear to god i don't know (laughs) what does it say Okay, what the fuck is Waifu War? Seriously, we never went over what that's actually supposed to be. It's Waifu Wars, man. We're gonna pick a Waifu, and we're gonna fight about it. Can we use Mac 11s or just Dracos? Depends on what series we're talking. (laughs) We'll catch y'all next week for more Content Breaker.